0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back everyone to another episode. As you can see by the title, today's episode will be a My Liberation Notes first impressions episode. And yes, this epi- this episode is kind of late because I am about 2 weeks or I'm into two weeks of my liberation notes, and I am just now doing a first impressions. I had to. I think that's the problem. I think I had to get in a couple episodes more than my usual first two before I could really um, sit down and kind of talk about my liberation notes. And it's with good reason, because like I said, there was, there's something there about liberation or uh, my liberation notes that I believe takes, you need to take some time with it. (laughs) And not in a way that I'm saying that it's kind of bad or there's something wrong with the first two episodes. It was just that I realized that my introduction to this story was slow and quiet. And so it made me want to slow down and kind of really take in um, a couple more episodes before I could really say what my kind of fi- my first impressions were of this drama. So that's what I'm doing today. After watching four episodes of my liberation notes, I am now able to really give a solid first impressions. And I won't be doing my first impressions how I've done in the past where I've been giving very thorough uh, recaps of the first you know two episodes. I won't be doing that. I'm really just going to chat and talk about where I am with my liberation notes. So So the first thing I'm going to do is, of course, mention a little bit about this kind of plot or synopsis of this story. And I want to actually read an exact synopsis that is found online um, because it sums it up beautifully and very in like one sentence. So I wanted to read that because this is the synopsis of My Liberation Notes. But it says that My Liberation Notes is a story about three siblings. Exhausted by the monotony of day-to-day adulthood, they seek to find fulfillment and freedom from their unremarkable lives. And that's it. That's the synopsis of my liberation notes. I don't think you could s- explain it better. Um, in these first four episodes, that is exactly what we experience. These three siblings, who just—I mean—they're—they're they're bogged down with just. The monotony of everything Um, And it's so relatable To an extent And so I just I have to say that is what made me realize that this is a drama that I definitely wanted to continue watching. There's something about it and there's something about the way that they're telling this story of monotony and kind of slice of life day to day um, adult adulting that is just so relatable. And so I thought, yeah, I think this is something I'm going to want to continue to watch. So I'm going to break the news early. I am definitely watching and continuing to watch my liberation. So, spoiler alert for first impression. That's definitely what I left with after finishing the first four episodes. Um, But let me get a little bit into the things that stand out most to me so far about this drama. So, again, we are following a story with of three adult siblings, and the interesting thing about these three siblings is that they all are, you know, full (laughs) adults. grown grown people and yet they are still living at home with their parents and they so happen to live outside of Seoul but they go all the way into the countryside to back home after a long day of work Um, and so they are quite distanced from their kind of like you know the happenings of Seoul and the city life because they go there to work and then they immediately leave that to go back home into the countryside with their family, with their parents. And that's the first thing that I loved about the setup of the story. And it's because they want us to feel these siblings, like we want them, they feel very isolated from this this life and soul and so it makes sense that they are physically kind of pulled from Seoul every single day and then they travel you know they have this long train ride late into the evening back to the countryside and then they have to walk from the country you know from the the, the train stop to you know get on the bus and the bus drops them off I mean so it's just so cool to see that the way that they set up this these siblings and how They already feel this kind of dragging of their everyday life, is also exasperated by this exact, like this long commute that they have to take part in. Day in and day out. I love that. It's so it makes you feel like it's palpable, this this very dragged, this dragging of their day to day. And you're just like, oh my goodness. So that's one of my first impressions is that when I was watching the first episode and was watching this kind of monotony, it took me aback for a second because it could get very monotonous for me, the the audience, you know, for the, the watcher. You feel the monotony. You're kind of like, okay, here they go again. They're going to go into work. Once they go into work, something's going to probably disturb them and upset them. And then they're going to leave work unhappy as this, just as unhappy as they were when they went into work. And then they're going to have to get on the train. And then they're going to have to go back home. They have to walk up the hill back to their house. You know, you feel this while you're watching it. And I feel like that is on purpose and it's perfectly done. I didn't know how I felt about it in the first episode once I was kind of like, oh my goodness, this is slow, (laughs) very slow paced. But after I got the rhythm of their slow paced life, it just like snapped. I was like, oh my goodness, this is genius. This makes so much sense. This is making me feel for these characters immensely having to kind of drag myself through the episodes in a way and not because it's boring necessarily, but it is monotonous. There is this kind of rhythm to their lives that you get used to as you're watching it. And so when you get into this this moment i think it's in episode 2 when one of our main uh, one of our siblings one of the main characters has this kind of moment with the mysterious man who's a drunkard um, and who you know literally is an alcoholic who lives in the countryside near her family and works with her father when she has this kind of intense um kind of moment with him you are immediately like wow that just broke up the monotony <laughs> and i love that i loved it i loved it um so let's get into the characters really quickly cuz you know me i can't go into talking about first impressions or just my thoughts on a drama without talking about what these characters are about and how they are making me feel um so let's start with the kind of i guess they're they're three siblings, so we're going to start with the oldest, and then the middle, and then the youngest. And this is something I also relate to because I am in a, a, sim, a family where I have it's three of us, and so I'm used to the kind of concept of an oldest and a middle and a youngest child. And so I could immediately spot their. Tendencies as an older, as a younger, and as as a middle child, and I love that dy- you know dynamic in families and stories, and because I personally relate to it, and so that's another thing I really like. Um, but the oldest child is um, Yom Gi Jung, and she's played by E L. I think that's how you pronounce her name. E, I can't pronounce her name, but the actress is absolutely beautiful that's one thing I have to say I took away immediately while watching this drama was how beautiful she is I feel like I don't see her enough in dramas um but when I do I'm always reminded of how beautiful she is but she is the oldest sibling and she is very feisty um and feisty and she's, um, she has a little bit of a temper, but she's not mean hearted or mean spirited, but she can be kind of short with people. Um, And yet she absolutely is like a kind of a complainer. She finds things to nitpick and she kind of, she, you know, she's, she's agitated and irritated all the time it feels like, but she really wants to find love. And she has kind of gotten to the point when we meet her where she's like I don't care who the person is at this point I really just want him to be someone that will allow me to just give my all to him and she's kind of like I don't care if he what his qualifications I'm going you know throwing qualifications out of the window I don't care she's basically like I'm desperate to find love like she's admitting like I'm desperate um but she's a very you know funny kind of feisty character to deal with though you can see how she interacts with these guys that she's potentially trying to pursue and things like that you can see like she's a little abrasive at times so it also kind of makes sense why she's still single (laughs) but she's still just absolutely beautiful and I love that she has this distinctness about her that is um this little feisty kind of temperament um she's you know and, and she's an older child so she kind of goes off on her own and does what she wants to do while her younger her younger siblings are like usually staying at the house and on the weekends and helping. Like she'll go and leave and get her hair done, you know. So I, you know, I think that's very makes sense for the oldest child, and I love her personality. I think she's great. I um, mean, she's interesting, and I'm very interested to find kind of like find out how this desperation that she has to find a man, like how that's going to play out when she is such a. she's a weird she's a weird character she's funny and she's unique she has some unique things about her and the way that she thinks is pretty unique Um, but at some point when you're desperate you know it it starts to make sense and I think it's making sense for her like what her desperation means like and how that may lead to her just falling into the arms of any man (laughs) but I I adore her absolutely adore her so um, that's her oldest sibling our middle sibling, a uh, middle child is Yeom Chang-hee. He's played by Lee Min-ki, who is one of my bays one of my loves. I have loved Min-ki for, since the minute I saw him years ago. Um, so he's the best. He's amazing. Uh, but he is the middle child and he is just as funny of a character to me as his sister Ji-jung um, Ji is. because he is also... Um, Wanting to break free. He wants to kind of get out of his parents' space. He wants his own car. He is at, he is in the middle of a breakup situation when we first meet him. And so he had a relationship, but then breaks up. And he, we find out that he kind of breaks up with his girlfriend because he is he wants to beat her to the punch in a way and she actually kind of calls him like old-fashioned and that really stings him and it's not I don't think he's old-fashioned but I think because they do have this access to this countryside lifestyle it does come off to I guess people in the city as a little bit more slow-paced and you know old-fashioned and he thinks that's so offensive but of course I mean, it kind of is true. And so he kind of wants to beat her to the punch and breaks up with her um, before he feels like she does that to him. Um, but we don't know if that's really the case, if she really was going to do that or not. I feel like they just had this, you know, it, they had a strange, like a strained relationship because obviously he works. And when he and gets off of work, he has to commute all the way out to. Um, back to the countryside and so I guess like, their distance was a thing and kind of how much time he really had to spend with her so it makes sense, you know, it does make sense why they aren't, you know, their relationship was strained but he's very kind of um, I don't want to say he's desperate but he definitely wants to get out and he also it's like because he's the middle child he has this element of being um, you know, the one that his dad nitpicks. I mean, he's the only son, but I think it's also because he's the middle child. Uh, but he kind of gets nitpicked a lot by his father as this, as if his, as if his father is a little bit, um, kind of disappointed in him and annoyed by him and just feels like he doesn't do enough. And he, he judges him heavily. You can tell. And I think that's very, um, that makes sense for a middle child character as well. So I feel like he knows, like he feels like his father looks down on him. He wants to get out of the house so they can get away from that, obviously. And he, you know, is in the middle of a breakup when we meet him. So he's going through a lot as well. And he has a job that he seems to do well at. Um, And it's not that, I don't know if he enjoys it necessarily, but he does well at it. And he also has this kind of personality where he will will put up with other people and just kind of them being a listening ear. And I love that about his character. There's a woman that he, you know, works, that he kind of works with. And she always will call him and kind of just like rant about her life and her husband and her, you know, our family to him. And he just sits and listens. And his dad even looks down on that. He's like, you're at home. You're off of work. Why are you on the phone with this woman after, you know, Like, why are you spending all your time, wasting your time on the phone with her? And he's like, I'm listening to her, you know, and it's just things like that about him. I really like you can tell he's a very sweet character, but he's also, you know, trying to break free, which, again, makes sense for liberation. You know, he's trying to break free from that kind of stigma that his family, you know, he has in his his father's viewpoint and just get to the city. I think he's just done with the country because he's also the one who complains all the time about how hot it is (laughs) because it's like summertime and he's like, can you turn the AC on? And I was just like, oh, that's so, that's real. When you live at home with your family and you don't have any control over the air conditioning, it's It's rough. And I feel like that is so, so funny and so relatable. Him complaining about the heat all the time and wanting the AC on. Love that. I love that. See, small little details like that just really form a character and tell a little bit about him. So, yeah, love his character. Um, And then we have the youngest child and her name is Yum Min Jung and she is played by Kim Ji Won, the wonderful Kim Ji Won. And she is, to me, the most introverted. She's the quietest one out of the siblings. She can just sit in the midst of her family, kind of going back and forth and, you know, yelling, and she can just sit there quietly, just taking it all in. When we see her, when we first meet her, she's at a table, you know, having lunch with all her coworkers, her, you know, women that she works with. And she's just sitting there listening quietly as they all talk and chatter. And she's just eating her food. And they kind of try to pull her into the conversation. And she'll give a word or two and smile, but she doesn't give much. She's not a conversationalist by any means. And so she's very, very, very quiet um, and timid and introverted. And I think that's fine. You know, I think that's lovely. Um, but it does kind of show these distinct this distinctness between the three siblings and I love that that you have like a really introverted one you have a really kind of hot-headed one and then you have one that's kind of like you know straddling the line between both <laughs> and I just I think it's genius I think it's lovely um, but she is the one I feel like that we kind of follow most closely um, and kind of her story it's i think is representative to the entire 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 experience of the siblings which is the the boringness of their life the monotony of their life and wanting to just kind of break free and do more and have more and be happier She also has a history kind of with relationships and men that, you know, have done her really wrong in the past and so she's in the point too where she's like, I want to find someone as well that will kind of drag me out of this boringness that is my life but also that will make me feel like a person, like someone's acknowledging me, make someone feel, like make me feel like I exist because someone else is recognizing me and I think that it's just I think it's so beautiful that they are showing that on screen I think they spell it out beautifully they don't um, like she says it, like she actually describes that exactly what she wants but you can see what that means and what that will look like for a person who feels like they aren't seen and it's just I love it, oh my goodness I love it, so in Knowing that about the Mi Jung character, we get this point, and uh, like I said, in the these first four episodes, where she kind of brings in this um this other character, and his name is Mr. Gu, um, Mr. Ku, Mr. Gu, and he's played by Son ku um, and he's the the drunkard or the the alcoholic who is quite mysterious. We just know he shows up in their town at some point, and he lives next door to them, and he works and helps um their family and his you know um, the siblings' father take care of you know farming and things like that. And in his carpentry business, he's just a kind of jack of all trades. And he's, you know, super quiet, super mysterious. They don't even know his full name. They just call him Mr. Goo um, because that's all he'll give them. But they know that he gets drunk every single night. And sometimes he gets blackout drunk where he ends up hurting himself and they end up, you know, rushing him to get, you know, treatment and and then the next day he does the same thing again. So he is a very, he's functional alcoholic to an extent because he works day in and day out with no issues, but it's at night when he gets his, his, his two bottles of soju and he just kind of continues that throughout the night and blacks out. So he, you know, he's obviously, we don't know his full story. We're getting to that at the end of episode four, but I, I love the mystery that is his character, but what's the best thing about it is that the Mi Jung character, the youngest of the siblings, because she is at that point where she wants someone to recognize her and make her feel alive and noticed and whole, I think she might say it, she says at one point. Um, I love that she approaches him one day and makes it a point to say, hey, you! all you do is get drunk every day. Do you need something to do? <laughs> I think that's exactly how she phrased it. It's like, I can give you something to do. How about you worship me? And when I tell you this when this happens again, this is coming from a character that you notice is just quiet, is introverted. She doesn't talk to anyone really, and when she does, it's a few words, and she gives a nice little quiet smile. Um, but she's very, she's very meek in comparison to everyone else you meet in this drama. And for her to approach this man one random night and she gives him this proposition, you're—it's immediately shakes up the story and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did she just ask that man? Not even ask. I think she told him to worship her. But <laughs> I, I swear, that was a moment. Um, and I had to say, that was the moment that hooked me. I'm going to be honest. I saw that. I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready. I'm ready to see where this goes with these characters. And so I was sold. I really was sold. I think it was enough. For me to be convinced that there is going to be a lot to to kind of gain from following this new revelation from the Mi Jung character and kind of what she's kind of try to pursue with this Mr. Goo character and kind of like what that turns into. And I also love that even after she kind of makes this proposition to him, he also... Doesn't immediately, you know, he doesn't accept. He is kind of like, I am here in the countryside, not telling anyone my name because I don't want to deal with people. (laughs) He like tells her that flat out. And of course that, you know, makes her bristle. And then she's, you know, kind of annoyed with him after that. And she doesn't think to approach him again, but she kind of has something to talk about then. Like when she goes out with her, her coworkers one night, she kind of brings him up and it's like, her friends are like, what she's talking. She has something going on. She has something to talk about for what?" And that's when, you know, it's like, that's what she needs. She needs something to break up her monotonous life. And it may be, you know, pursuing this mysterious man <laughs> who works with her family. You know, that's uh, something that you see immediately. Like this, this change, like, his just her approaching him and how much that immediately you know transitions or give her gives her something to talk about and another aspect of her character that I think is also done really well is kind of at her job where she works she is in a kind of company that requires all their employees to join clubs so that they feel like I guess they're connecting with their co-workers or that they feel like they have things to do outside of the job. So they're like, you know, for their mental health. I don't know. Um, but everyone is expected to have, you know, join some club. And she and two other uh, co-workers of hers are not exact co-workers of hers, um, but who work at the company. They these, two, these, these three have yet to join a club. And so they're always being called in by HR saying, hey, have you chose a club yet? Have you chose a club yet? When are you going to choose a club? And then those three are all kind of like, we have our own reasons for not joining a club. You know, they're very introverted. Um, You know, Me Jung, she is commuting after work, you know, this long distance every night, you know, every day. So it's just like, I don't, I live too far away. I don't have time to stay in and participate in club activities. Um, One's a single father. So it's like, they have a lot going on. Um, And one of the single fathers is... um, The single father is played by Yi Ki-woo. And I miss him. I feel like I haven't watched him in a long time. But yeah, that's beside the point. So, you know, these three... Realize, like they're gonna keep calling us in and forcing us to join a club when we know we don't have the means to do so right now. Why don't we just create our own club? And so Mee Jung and these two two guys at her job form a club, and it is the kind of liberation club. That is the club. That's where we get this concept of liberation, and this is where we also find out that um Mi Jung, she and her, you know, club members they don't really know what they need to be liberated from yet. And so the first kind of club activity that they will have to do is kind of figure out what do we need to be liberated from? And I just thought that was so good. And they're very, you know, they're introverted, you know, quiet characters, they're busy characters. And so it's cute because they are like, we're not going to make this a high stakes club experience. Our activities can be, you know, us just, like I said, going off on our own and doing some things on our own and then we can meet up maybe, you know, very sparingly so we don't have that commitment. And I think that was a lovely thing to show as well. Like this little club where not just our, you know, main characters or our siblings are working through this kind of concept of being liberated but also these other characters who are you know not the main characters also going through a process of being you know looking for liberation for some from something so just some great setup great setup and then the other thing is that there is some kind of connection between the um Ki-woo character wu And possibly our older sibling um, Ji Ji Jung. So I thought that would be that. I thought that was nice. That we're kind of setting that up. So I was like, okay, okay. So because I want her to find someone. I mean, she deserves it. I mean, she's she's literally throwing all of her kind of like all of her qualifications out the window. She's like, I'll take any guy and I'll give him my whole heart, and that's desperation, but at the same time, she deserves good a good man as well. So I'm hoping that, you know, if it is um, the Taehoon character who's a single father, I you know, even though they had a very kind of rough initial meeting, I think that would be lovely. Oh, that'd be so cute. Uh, and I think that's where we're going, obviously, with the story. And then um, the other thing that I like is that we do get to see their, the elements of these siblings in their actual jobs, like how they are in their jobs, the people that they're dealing with in their jobs. And one of the characters that our um, Gijang character has to deal with is her um, kind of like I guess manager her direct manager her boss or whatever of her company who kind of ignores her she feels like initially but then she of because he she makes the point to let him know like you keep ignoring me he spends some time with her and he's a funny character like their interactions are hilarious I don't understand them really but he like it's like giving her advice but like not really. And so that's the whole funny thing. But I like that we get to see their interactions um with people, you know, in their jobs. Um So all of that is good stuff. Um, but yeah, so I just, I think there's just so much good stuff here. But I will say the thing that, I don't know if this is the case for people who started it and who aren't deciding, who decided not to watch it. I haven't heard any really negative things about this drama yet. Um, but I can say if you, Started these first two episodes, you do have to get used to the the kind of slow pace and the quietness of this drama. You really do, and like I said, once you do, it makes sense. It, you connect with it. It makes the story make more like it makes the story make more sense. It makes the characters and what they're dealing with make more sense to you as the you know audience, and it just starts to pan out like. This is this makes sense. I get it. I understand why it's so slow and quiet. <laughs> um, and so I think it's worth it to get through that slowness and that quietness. Um, and it's so soothing, like it it feels like a healing drama. Uh, but and at the like at the most um, depressing. State at the moment. It's very depressing if you let it be. But also, it's very soothing kind of just to see the kind of everyday slice of life, you know, monotony of these characters. Um, And I love that we get to see the city at times and then we get to see the countryside at times and we go back and forth between that because it, again, it's just, kind of drills it on home about that kind of stillness when we get to the countryside. Um, So just good stuff. Just, just, such good good stuff in this drama Um, but this is you know like I said after only four episodes so I can't say what kind of twists and turns may come so far it's such a slice of life quiet slow-paced drama that I'm not sure many twists and turns will be coming but what I'm most excited to see is of course these siblings find liberation but also I am so excited to see what's going to happen with the Mi Jung and the Mr. Goo character. I really want to know if he is going to, um, at some point, start worshipping her. <laughs> but I'm also excited to see about the Ki the Jung character and what may happen with the single father, um, Taehyun character. I want to see kind of what that looks like. Um, And I just want to see, you know, what the siblings decide for themselves. Because like I said, like they are living a life that seems not exactly of their own, like something that they feel like they are doing for for others and not for themselves. And so I think once they make that decision to say hey I want to live a life that is of my of me I think that's where the liberation is going to come from and I can't wait to see that I also just can't wait to figure out what's going on with Mr. Goo. like what is his backstory I want to like it seems like from the preview and from the end of episode four like there may be some like former athlete kind of situation going on but I want to find out like what why is he you know getting drunk every night. Like, what is he running from? What is he hiding from? I can't wait to find that out. So, all in all, so far, this is definitely one of the top dramas that I'm currently watching. I am super excited to watch it every week, despite it being one of the slowest and quietest dramas that I'm watching. But I am excited to watch it every week. Um, And like I said, it's so relatable. And despite it being so kind of like quiet and slow, it is still... Field with so much richness and it's so much going for it. And the story only seems to have like, it hasn't even started to develop. I feel like there's so much of the story that we have yet to see, obviously, because we're only on episode four. And so I'm just like, this is going to be good. There's so much happening that, uh, so much that can happen um, in these next episodes that can kind of really break up the monotony of these siblings in their lives. And I can't wait to watch it. I really can't. So that's really my first impressions of my Liberation Notes. Definitely one of the top dramas I'm watching currently. I mean, if it continues at the pace that it's going as far as just me and how I'm connecting and feeling with it on watching it, it definitely is in the running for being the top drama of the year for me. Um, beautifully shot. Such a lovely drama. Um, again, if you, you know, are... Sleepy? Don't start an episode because <laughs> it can put you to sleep. I mean, it's not in a bad way, but it's just so quiet and so slow. It can put you, it can put you to sleep. So I always try to watch it when I'm, you know, full, you know, wide awake. But I am just really excited to finish this drama. I think there's a lot of the story to come that is going to be good, um, and I'm trying to find out if. Mr. Goob is going to worship a girl. I have to find out. I got to find out. I got to find out. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. This is my first impressions of my liberation notes. And I want to know what you guys are thinking after watching kind of whatever, how many episodes you've gotten through so far. What are your thoughts? Are you okay with the slow pace? Um, Do you feel like that's... You know, hindering you from enjoying it, or you feel like that's exactly what you need from, you know, in, the, in a drama right now. Just let me know what your kind of first impressions are of my liberation notes. Um, but yeah, that's all for this episode. I want to thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning, or in the afternoon, or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So, everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.